The Urban Lore Podcast is brought to you in part by Objets Etrangers. Objets Etrangers brings you rare, unusual, and interesting art, collectibles, and antiques. Objets Etrangers is constantly on the lookout for the rare and obscure. Want to add something a little bit different to your home or office? Look up Objets Etrangers on Facebook. There'll be a link in the show notes. Welcome back to the Urban Lore Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Castaños. UFO sightings appear to be on the rise. The government's information release as of late was probably uh, underwhelming to the masses that were awaiting for Big Brother to come clean. Of course, the abundance of cell phone cameras lend to the amount of recorded episodes. And then as we talk about on this show all the time, they spread like wildfire through social media. But early on, one of the more unique alien encounters happened in Hopkinsville, Kentucky. To be precise, it was the late evening of August the 21st, 1955. Billy Ray Taylor and Elmer Sutton showed up at the Hopkinsville Police Department with their families in tow. They proceeded to tell the story of how they defended their farmstead from 12 to 15 small alien creatures that arrived via spaceship. Well armed, the family repelled the aliens with shotguns and pistols. They said the little pointy-eared aliens would pop up in windows and doorways, peering into the farmhouse. Each intrusion was met by a hail of gunfire from the families. The siege was alleged to have lasted nearly four hours. Sutton and Taylor described the aliens as small, with pointed ears and large, luminous eyes. As the story gained traction and sensationalism in the press, other details were added. The original report of dark skin was later adjusted in the media to little green men. This may be the earliest pop culture reference to that particular description. I'll link an artist rendering of the aliens in the show notes. The Hopkinsville police organized four city police officers, five Kentucky state troopers, three deputy sheriffs, and four military police officers from nearby Fort Campbell to go and investigate. In spite of being referred to as Hopkinsville, the farm was actually closer to the town of Kelly, Kentucky in Christian County, about eight miles to the north. When the task force arrived, they found no evidence of the assault aside from copious amounts of shotgun shell casings inside the farmhouse and bullet holes in the windows and screens. It's important to note that there were 11 people inside the farmhouse at the time who all gave similar but varying accounts of the story. After finding no evidence of the intruders, law enforcement left. The next day, Neighbors said that the families left, saying that the aliens returned about 3.30 a.m. that morning. It's also worth noting that several of the people were employed by a carnival and were often on the move. 
The case quickly caught the attention of first local, then national media. The timing of the incident also coincided with a few particularly bright meteors seen in the night sky over the central part of the United States. This, of course, added fuel to the fire. The incident is still unique in the number of participant witnesses and the length of the event itself. There haven't been many other shootouts with aliens recorded. In many ways, Hopkinsville incident paved the way for a growing number of sightings in the late 1950s and early 1960s. What was the official response? Early on, the families were dismissed by authorities as hoaxers. But later, people noticed a distinct similarity with the description of the aliens and the great horned owl. These owls have pointed ears. They can stand close to three feet tall. During the incident, the witness noted their silent movement and large reflective eyes. Again, these are all pretty standard traits of the great horned owl. The Air Force Project Blue Book, for what it's worth, labeled it a hoax. Even ufologist Renaud Leclet attributed the incident to horned owls. Sadly, the stereotype of carnies did not help the believability of the families in the story. It wasn't long before the aliens began to be referred to as goblins due to their description. The 1986 movie Critters is said to be loosely based on the incident. There's even a Pokemon that pays homage to Hopkinsville. It's called Sableye. I'll link that in the notes as well. Has your farm ever been assaulted by gremlins or aliens? Of course, we need to hear about it if it has. You can drop us an email at urbanlorepodcast at gmail.com. All one word, urbanlorepodcast at gmail.com. Or follow us on Twitter at urbanlorepod. If you have a gang of little green friends that might like our show, please share all the details. And remember to subscribe and like. Leave us a review on iTunes. For the Urban Lore Podcast, I'm Tom Castaños.